Welcome to Learning Through Math, the podcast. I'm Laura at I Teach the Why. I'm Karina at Mrs. Cousins 5. Our mission is to inspire ourselves and others to keep learning and improving with passion. And hugs. You can find us at learningthroughmath.com and on Twitter at Laura and Karina. Come and join us on this journey of learning. Thanks for joining us. We are recording this in October of 2020. And welcome to episode 20. We are now two decades in. What's grades got to do with it? Don't you mean what's (laughs) grades got to do? got to do with it <laughs> you're supposed to be singing with me nope left you high and dry on that one thanks a lot you're welcome <laughs> we want to give a shout out to dr jennifer chang wattle she reached out to us on twitter and listened to the episode our last episode where i had mentioned her and she said i love the dynamic between the two of you and the joy that you bring to us thanks for sharing with a Heart. <laughs> and she's all the way from Asia, right? She is. That's awesome. C- that's crazy, right? That's crazy. We're yeah. on the other side of the world. We're on the other side. We made it to the other side of the world. That's unbelievable. Our reflection this week, I just wanted to do a quick reflection about last week's episode where we talked a little bit about the power of games. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking all week about my friend's children. But not only that, I I really have been thinking about our students, our students' parents, and our teachers that may or may not know the value of games. Yeah. I think the magic around games is the fact that kids don't know, they don't realize that they're learning when they're playing. Because they're just having fun playing and having fun isn't learning to right? them. How right. sad is that? But but that's how it feels to them that that you know when you're playing and having fun, you're not learning. That's not what learning is. That's right. And I reached out to our friend Elise because I needed something with 10 frames and she said, go to gregtang.com and have them play Noomtanga and Noomtanga Jr. And I know about it, but yes. I, you know how it just yep. kind of... I always forget about Greg Tang. I do. Exactly. I don't know why. I don't know I always either. forget about that. Well, now we've put it on the forefront That's of right. our mind. That's right. So I sent that out to my first and second grade teachers in my building. I asked for feedback. Two of the second grade teachers told me that their kids absolutely loved it. Oh, yay. Good. Yes. Yeah, we were playing... Uh, Ken Ken in our class and I caught someone playing it like in the middle of the day when he wasn't supposed to be playing playing it but I was like yeah oh well (laughs) it's It's, fun it's it's strategy it's Friday I'm like whatever I'll just keep walking (laughs) didn't see it didn't Didn't see see it it. (laughs) we ignore some things sometimes don't we well we had a few extra five minutes so oh please what's a little Ken Ken here Uh, hey and there take it and run (laughs) what was your good news for this week oh I I've got a good one today. I was looking forward to today all week. Why? What happened at the beginning of the week? Well, it was just a it was a long week. We had diagnostic Wait, this week. But it was a short week. We only had But it was days. a short yeah. But it was okay, so it it was a literally it was a long or short week, but in reality it mm. was a very long week. 
with test as soon as you throw testing in there that's it mm-hmm. today our administration bought us lunch and delivered it to our doors it was wonderful what? it was <laughs> yep we placed our order through google forms last week we're very high tech at my school <laughs> plus they don't want to touch paper right now oh, that's true that's that's actually the reality right. <laughs> everyone's high tech now everyone <laughs> and what and, did you get yeah no i just got a little bagel sandwich with chickens like chicken salad sandwich uh-huh it was del- and a huge chocolate chip cookie it was like the size of my head it was huge it was wonderful and I was starving today (laughs) I think maybe I like kept my hunger all week for this one lunch oh my god I was so hungry I was so hungry I just devoured the whole thing in like 10 minutes well, it was I'm happy for you a little <laughs> jealous but I'm I'm happy for you it was wonderful and I went to my principal and I said you know I just want to thank you so much for this this was this was su- such a nice way to end the week and it was the one thing that helped me get through and yes. we started talking and you know I said it's gonna be a long year because mm-hmm. I expressed to her I have a headache from going back and forth camera to in person not you know trying to not forget about the kids online Mm -hmm. and trying to manage both yep yeah (laughs) yep well my good news this week is that i got to teach four fifth grade classes yay yay My administration came to me a couple weeks ago and basically said, we've decided that you're going to go in and, quote, cover for the homeroom teachers when we have school-based team meetings. And I was like, great. Uh, Who's planning? Am I planning or are the teachers planning? And she said, no, 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 you're planning. And I was like, I I got so excited. I ended up doing three same but different math routines with them. And at the end, I thought about our reflection time. Yeah. So I made at the very last minute, I just wrote on the Jamboard. And P.S. We all shared one Jamboard, which is extremely hard. Yes. I learned, though, how to say it better each time that I did it. Right. Okay, don't touch the stickies. I'll move them. Really, the first one was a hot mess because we were having, like, moving wars, you know? No, 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 I'll... And resizing wars. Don't forget about the resizing. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That was a whole other thing. But I ended up writing on the second to last frame. I put learn, and I said to them, open up a sticky any color you want and type in something that you learned from today. Then on the last frame, I wrote the word love. I didn't write like, I wrote love. And I said to them, again, choose any sticky you want, color you want, and type in one thing that you loved about today. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just both of the reflections were so awesome. Oh, yay. Most of them said something about they enjoyed it. I mean, I'm not saying their words. You know, they liked it. They loved it. It was super easy. It was, they didn't use the word engaging, but they got to talk. Yeah. One of them said I was funny. I'm like, of course I'm funny. You know, I didn't say that out loud. I'm hilarious. (laughs) Oh, and remind me in another episode to talk about the base 10 blocks. Okay. From this. Okay. 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 We're definitely going to bring that up. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's get into today's What's Grades Got to Do With It? This is a hot topic. (sighs) This is, you've been wanting to do this episode for a while. I have. And I have been pushing it, (laughs) kind of waiting, because it, it, 
I mean, it angers a lot of people. It the, does. The way it, that, and it really controversial. makes, yes, it makes teachers clash against each other. It really does. It does. Well, I wrote down five specific things to talk about. I doubt we're going to talk about all five today. Right. I know it says what grades got to do with it. There are some offshoots from that. Yeah. What comes to your mind first when we talk about grades? The first thing that, I'm throwing this at you right now. We didn't talk about this beforehand. So grades mean fill it in the blank. Report cards. Report cards. Yes. Which that's a whole other. That is one of the five that I wrote down. Yeah. About report cards. Yeah. I think when I think about grades, honestly, the first word that comes to my mind is stupid. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, they, so you're going to jump right into I, that. I'm jumping right into the fire with both feet. Because what does a grade tell you? And who made it the law that we had to use averages? Yeah. Who said we had uh, not just any average? We, who said we had to use the mean? Why couldn't we use the mode? Why couldn't we use the median? Who came up with this idea? Because I, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm just saying it doesn't make sense. And the more and more that I learned about how grades are ridiculous. Right the more and more passionate I get about it. I went to back, oh gosh, it has to be almost 20 years now. We had a conference. It was called the Single School Culture Conference. And I got to hear people like Rick Stiggins, Rick DeFore, Ken O'Connor. And those people opened my mind Mm. to looking at assessing a different way, grading a different way, report cards a different way tracking a different way yeah and i I do want to go back to assessments for a minute because that's where i heard the term assessment for learning and assessment of learning for the first time yeah and now i think most teachers know the difference between formative and summative yes where formative is assessment for learning summative assess is assessment of learning right but 20 years ago, we didn't have any of this knowledge. That right. I, I mean, I didn't have any of this right. knowledge. And of course, where is this in teacher's college when we're learning to become teachers, right? Where is this? But anyway. No, because I, and I did have, and you probably had some kind of data analysis. I'm trying to, assessment, measurement and assessment, I think was the name of my course. Mm, I don't remember anything like and that. And the only thing that I really, really remember from that is testing reliability and validity Hmm. those are the two things that i remember specifically from that course but i don't ever remember being taught about grades the year i found out that we were going to a standards-based report card the following year i distinctly remember sitting in the media center at a faculty meeting towards the end of a school year finding out that we are, we're going to be going to a standards-based report card the following year. What did I do? As soon as she said, we're going to a standards-based report card, I went, woo! You were the and only one. I, mm-hmm. I was completely the only one. Yeah. Again, I had knowledge that the other teachers probably did not. Right. And the first few years of that, honestly, were a hot mess. Yeah. Because people were trying to equate a grade with the symbol on the report card. And we have to remember that a report card is a card that's reporting information. It's not saying you're good, you're bad, you're smart, you're dumb. Right. This is what I really wish. 
I really wish we could have report cards that say, got it or not yet. Yes. Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) I mean, really? Yeah. Wouldn't it be? Yeah. Yes, it would. The question then, and I understand where teachers come from. I get it too. How do you know if they truly got it? Okay. How do you know if a student knows? Well, how they explain it. What, it's, wait, what? It's, it's how they explain it. Exactly. It's not even on a, an assessment. No. It's how, what they tell me. Yes. Can they tell me what they're doing? And that's how I, like, I have a, a kid that I, I know. I can hear him. You know what I mean? When mm-hmm. he explains things. Mm-hmm. And I know every time. I write my anecdotal notes. And that's what I use to help me, you know, determine on the report card whether they understand it or they don't. Right. I, and I think more teachers need to feel confident about doing that. That they, you don't have don't. to have a formal assessment. They don't. And I just think that a lot of times things are rolled out and they're not necessarily supported by PD that really helps explain to teachers why we're doing this. Right. Or why we're changing it. Well, or think about why. our evaluation system. That was right. thrown at us. Right. And we're like, wait, what? What? Yeah. And even now, I mean, I know that when a certain name gets spoken, yeah. everyone is on fire. Yeah. And that person is probably a good person. I actually heard that person speak at a conference once. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. But in my mind, that person's name was associated, e- associated right. with my pay. Yeah. When, wait, what? Yes. You know, so there's a very bad connotation. Right. With that name. Absolutely. And again, nobody explained the why yeah. behind things. Right. It just, now we're just doing standards-based report cards. And I think here that you that's, go. here you go, <laughs> figure it out. Figure it out. And that's where... The breakdown. Oh, yes. Came. A lot of teachers had have and continue to have. Yes. This is still an ongoing conversation. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing this for about 10 years yes. now. And we are still not clear mm-hmm. as to what it should look like because it is, it can be subjective. So right? let's go back to grades though. Yeah. Can grades be subjective? Yeah. Of course they can. Right. Because. I can weight your grade yes. however I want. Yes. I can weight it so you get an A. I can weight it so you get a D. Yeah. I, that's totally subjective too. Yeah, you're right. And here's the other well, thing. Well, it's manipulation. It's, it's okay. data manipulation. It, that right. is. Right. Here's my other thought. How about when in your grade book, you put down that the kid got a 70% and that's it. Right. Move on. Wait, where's the reassessing to Mm -hmm. see if now they know it? And then, I'm not going to lie, back in the day, sometimes I would take their reassessment grade and their original grade and average that together. And I mean, you you don't know what you don't know at the time. Yeah. Now that would infuriate me. I would take the retest grade because now I know if they really, truly know it. Right. I mean, if I had to give a formal test. Right. But I'm like you. Give me a kid for two minutes, have a conversation. I know if the kid has it or not. Yeah. And I think more teachers need to feel confident in their judgment of that. Yeah. And yes, grades are subjective. I don't care if it's a number, if it's a symbol, if it's a letter, whatever it is. Yeah. 
They are subjective. When we were doing the prep work for this episode, I told Laura, I said, I need the big guns. Give me Joe Bowler. (laughs) (laughs) I have in my hand Joe Bowler's Limitless Mind, which we will, of course, link in the show notes and tag (laughs) Joe Bowler in. Because we love Joe. We yes. love we love everything that she says. <laughs> we we just we do. We love her. We are Vivaing La Revolution. <laughs> That's her little tagline, right? Yes. I, we're both math rebels. We are. Because we, we aren't 100%, the hundred percent. A hundred percent. I I own it and I love it. I think the danger when we give grades also also has to do with labeling students. Yes. Right? You have kids who are who are those kids that always get the A's, the kids who always get the B's, and the kids who always get the F's. Mm-hmm. In Limitless Mind, on page 24, bottom paragraph, okay. it says, The vast majority of schools are still inside the fixed brain regime. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Schooling practices have been set over many years and are very difficult to change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the most popular is tracking, a system in which students are placed in groups based on their supposed ability and then taught together in those groups. A study in Britain showed that 88% of students placed into tracks at the age of four remained in the same track for the rest of their school lives did you literally just read at the age of four at the 88 percent at the age of four one thing i'm also really really trying to get myself to stop saying and as a snowball effect having the teacher stop saying is low and high kids yes low and high kids because this is what happens and they're tracked they're that's it Mm-hmm. I have continued to use the phrase striving learners. Mm-hmm. I forgot who I stole that from, but I stole it from somebody. I don't have a word yet that I thought of for, you know, quote, the high kids. I right. don't know, the kids that already get it, but that that's a... That's yeah. a mouthful. Right. Right? Listeners, if you have a suggestion as to what to call low and high learners instead of low and high learners, please, please share it on Twitter. Yes, please share. And let's let's get that going. Going. Yeah. Because we definitely, that's a way to keep kids tracked. Just yes. by giving them that label. And I don't care if a kid is special ed. They don't have to be in the, quote, low group. No. In the bluebirds or the worms or whatever they're called i don't even know what they're called you know the the i think teachers have kind of gone away from you know calling it a an animal or right. a, a, a flower or whatever it is that don't they you want to be a soaring eagle <laughs> of course you want to be in the soaring of eagles course. but i think you know kids are smart they oh, know listen i don't care if you call it a name a color a yeah. number no matter what no the kids know which is why we need to purposefully put kids yeah together yes heterogeneous Heterogeneous. for some things homogeneous for other things but to make those groups fluid yeah so it's not always the same kids in the same group all the time right or just randomly selected a lot of times i just randomly select just change it up every week here we go it was random and then they get upset well i'm not with my friend or there's two other boys in my group Mm -hmm. and i'm the only girl well, uh, sorry, blame it on the computer. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> it the, wasn't me. It was the computer. And then and then they're like, okay, all right. I guess it wasn't right, you. It was right, his cousin. Right, right. <laughs> 
The reason I sighed when you said that is because Peter Lilladal's book is coming out, Building Thinking Classrooms, and you know I have been waiting yes. for this. When I heard about Thinking Classrooms a year and a half ago, it completely changed the way I taught. And this was during year 27. Right. And I just, I can't tell you how excited I am. And when you said about random grouping, it's one of the ways to keep kids not only engaged, but being able to be communicative to yes. all different types yes. of people. Yes. Yes. I, I honestly, oh, this this episode's going to come out after that book is released. The book is released October 20th. Yes. I can't wait. If anybody else has already read the book when this podcast comes out, let me know because I'm definitely going to, uh, that's, I'm going to binge read. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe we'll just have to do a whole episode on it. We definitely can. <laughs> I think we're definitely going to do another episode or two or three or many <laughs> about grades and assessments and of report cards and fixed and growth mindset and everything like that. The challenge for this week is to share with us, how do you feel about grades and assessments? I really do want to know. I know this is another hot topic, mm-hmm. but I really, I can't wait to see what people have to say. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag learningthroughmath. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too.